0: So, MC, I'm so happy you're here on the podcast. All right, listeners, listen, this is a badass woman in the tech industry. Melissa Chambers, MC, Mel, like you got to hear her story because it's literally going to blow your mind what she did in 90 days. Okay, let's just start with girl, by the way, let's do this, right? Yeah. Um, you're in Austin, right? There
1: I am, you know. which is currently located on the center of the sun, but it's fine. Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as you water, you're good to go. <laughs> exactly. And uh, here I am in San Francisco. And so let's just start with MC, what brought you to coaching? And my students are always asking me like, well, what did they try before? And what were the results? But just, you know, what brought you to this world of cognitive coaching? Let's start there.
1: All right. Well, like everything, it was a bit of a journey. Uh, and mine starts Mine starts at the company I'm working at, Guideline. And I, I came to Guideline in January of 2020, before the pandemic. And mm. I was supposed to be one of two people to found a department. And I came with my mentor. He had been my coach uh, and been my mentor. And we we're going to, I'm so excited, we we're going to go together and found this department. And eight months in, as we we're about to launch our biggest new partner. He tells me, Mel, uh, I got an opportunity to go work for Microsoft. I'm going to run their startups division quitting tomorrow. You've got this. So, you know, it's They're like, like,
0: wait, 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 slow your roll, dude. Right.
1: <laughs> change plans. So, you know, there I am like crying in my wine, like freaking out, like, Oh my God. And I'm now one person show and, and, you know, how am I going to do this? But there really was, there was no way but forward, right? And so what I don't think I had realized at the time was I was already eight months into this journey, five months into a pandemic. We'd moved cross-country from the Bay Area where I had been for 10 years back to Austin, Texas, my hometown. That was a fun toll I didn't recognize, bought a house, toll I didn't recognize, got a dog, toll I didn't recognize. And here I am now in a leadership position by myself to be the IC and the leader. So Over the next 18 months, I'm tasked with becoming a whole new person, getting a whole Mm. new skill set, but also keeping all the wheels on while building a program, hiring a team and going from one to eight, but also making sure we're hitting goals, right? Mm -hmm. It was was building the plane while you're flying it. And in the moment, I don't think I was recognizing the (laughs) goal it was having on me until Mm. I think I talked to you. Yeah. I literally found myself crying in my bathrobe, in my underwear on the floor one day before work, just being like, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not present after I left my work day with my husband. I was like a zombie because back to back to back meetings, mentally, I'm still processing all that cognitive load, looking at him, but unable to be there with him and unable to sleep right? You wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. to go and the brain just does its thing and you can never go back. So I think I, I just got to this point of exhaustion and we were going to onboard a new executive. So I was getting a new boss, but we had just recently gotten a phenomenal chief executive officer, a woman named Christine Reimer and her demonstration of leadership has changed my life. I, mm. I, I'm so grateful for her. So she, And I don't exist in the same organization, but she still, as a leader in this company, reached out and she would get to know me and ask, how are you? And Mm. I watched her come into this, you know, I don't want to say turnaround situation, but she was, she, she had a lot of work to do with her organization Mm -hmm. and she had her head in the right place. And let me tell you, like her stuff was a lot bigger to do. Her (laughs) to-do list was scarier than mine. And yet she was handling it. And so Mm. I asked, I just said, like, what is like, how are you doing this? And she said she was working with you.
0: Yeah. yeah. It it was
1: so instrumental to getting her head right to do Mm. these things that I thought, well, if she can do it. I can do it. And that's what brought me to you and to coaching.
0: Oh, I love that story. Yay. Yeah. Did you have any concerns, any worries about working with me or any concerns about coaching in general?
1: I don't think I had concerns so much as questions about like, what is coaching truly? I had never been exposed to it. I think you hear of like therapy, yeah, but coaching, like, you know, what was that? And so, um,
0: what is coaching by the way, tell our, tell our listeners, what is coaching? What do we do together? Yeah. (laughs) I think you
1: hold up a really great mirror to my brain. And I think at the end of the day, and this is my definition of coaching yeah, you, know, you help me sit there on the couch, right, to watch the screenplay that my mind writes for myself that is not reality, yeah. and that doesn't have to be my experience. And so, coaching really helped me; has helped me get out of out of that feedback loop of my brain to be able to ex- examine what's happening in here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and start to change the narrative.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So one of the many things that I love about you, the list is long, but I do work with my students and I say, hey, listen, we're sitting on the couch together and we're looking at the screenplay of your thoughts. But what I loved about what you brought into that whole role play that we do and see is you're like, and I've got a bag of popcorn. Oh, for sure, I've got <laughs> snacks. Yeah, <laughs> you've got so snacks, it might be martini, I don't know. Some days are smart teenies. And so we would sit on the couch together, side by side, looking at her thoughts. And like we'd eat snacks together, like virtual snacks. Like, wow, your brain is serving up this story that you are, whatever, not a good manager as your colleague. And then you feel insecure. And then all the things happen. So that was so fun. Yeah. Gotta have what some- been, Exactly. What has been your favorite part of doing this work?
1: Ooh. Uh again, let's talk about a list being long. <laughs> um I I put in my notes here for this the confidence and I think as well clarity. Um one of the one of the early indicators that this was working for me was mm-hmm. a a repeat situation occurred in my experience where I was having to make difficult choices about performance management. Mm -hmm. And I had made a, made a difficult choice once before. And I think that gave me some reservation of how am I showing up? Am I setting expectations? Am am I coaching? Am I doing everything that I can to enable people to do their best work? And it was really, really hard. And I think, um, it it took me some time to get to the, the place to make the call. When I saw a similar situation arising for me in my experience again, those same negative loops came up,
0: right? Mm. So, so just, just, for, just for our listeners, so you had someone on your team that you had to put on performance review, you had to have some difficult conversations, you had to let go, right? Yep. Then, you, then X time later, you're in the same circumstance again. Okay.
1: Yes, but this time the difference is I'm working with you, Sarah, and you had shared with me the framework,
0: Mm-hmm. And so I was
1: able to write out all of the, the thoughts in my brain. And then I got to a place of, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can with the yeah. experience I have and the information yeah. at hand. And that, as soon as I said that to myself and I had my back, my decisions yeah. became clear. And, it, and, and I, mm. didn't, I didn't ruminate. I wasn't hearing the repetitive mm. loop. I was good. I was able to move mm. forward. I was able to take action. Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so that was like the first indicator of like oh shit man I think this is working right and then I think it just spiraled from there and I've developed this level of confidence and clarity in in who I am that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the generic undercurrent that has spilled out into so many different aspects and created so much positivity
0: so really it's your being Your state of being has shifted to calm, clarity, confidence. And from a place of fried, overwhelmed, burnt out, crying on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, low bar. Let me tell you something. You are not the only. I've, I've been crying on the floor. Before I got these tools, I was crying on the floor, too. So, you know, I've been on this journey for two and a half years, so. It's all good. At some point, we've all been crying on the floor. Gotta every single somewhere. one of us. Yeah. Every single one of us humans. It's, being, it's called the human experience. We're not going to get out of it. It's Shit's going to be hard at times, and it's going to be easy at times. And so, so biggest transformation for you, the first answer is you've changed your inner state of being to kind of calm confidence from self-doubt, worry, anxiety. Yes. What other, yeah, anything else you want to say about that? And any other um, impacts in different parts of your life
1: Hmm. from the
0: state of being? We talked about work.
1: Yeah, I would say I've been more clear on what I want. I think as you and I were Mm. were stopping working together, we were talking about desires and and Mm. dreaming big. And I'm a big, I'm a big dreamer. It's what I do, but it's allowed me to have a clear sense of what that is. And I'll give you an example. So Mm -hmm. we're doing our, and you know, we do biannual reviews and you're talking about yourself. You've got to say what you did well and what you opportunities for growth and really where you want to go. And at this time I was maybe four or five months in with the new executive I had onboarded and we've developed a high trust really quickly. Um, And I think a lot of that goes from, you know, being vulnerable first and mm-hmm. having that openness to one another. And so I decided to go for it. And I said, you know what? One day, someday I wanna be a chief ecosystem officer. I am rocking out partnerships now. I'm an SRD. I want a VP eventually, but one day I wanna see in that title, chief mm-hmm. ecosystem officer. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised when we got together in our one-on-one review and he said, what the hell is a chief ecosystem officer? I'm gonna call bullshit. You could be the CEO. <laughs> As in chief executive officer, if you like, what are you doing here? Aim for whatever you want. And it was a jaw-dropping, super rad moment of like, Mm. yeah, you're right. Why shouldn't there be women out here running the shit? Yeah. Do that. And so it's created this whole other element of by starting to put out what I'm thinking in the universe. The universe is even coming back to me and being like, Are you sure you want to stop there? Do you want to go a little harder? Like, let's go. Yes. You know? Yes, why not?
0: Yes. That's so beautiful. So now you're thinking like someday I want to be a CEO. Potentially. The the, the path is there,
1: right? Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna keep doing me. I'm gonna keep building this beautiful program and this team that I have and see where it takes me. And it could be freaking CEO if I want it to be at that time. Right. Right. I'll, I'll I'll capture it.
0: Right. I love what you just said though. It's like It's like your brain is now onto the thought bullshit that's creating all the anxiety and self-doubt and, you know, burnout and all the things. And now your brain's like, okay, I'm onto the stories. And so your brain's like, okay, let's start thinking about possibilities in terms of our career. And you have to share with the audience, though, the other ways that you think about your life, like Operation Live the Dream and Operation Hot mama summer and y'all she has these really beautiful ways of packaging your desires your dreams and and really making them real so you have to talk about those because these are some big transformations girl
1: yes well operation ltd or operation Live the dream i actually have to give the credit to my partner my husband nate he had right. Operation LTD as his thing as I met him. And I think probably part of the reason why I was attracted to him. And now, you know, we've decided to, to build our lives together. Operation LTD is this idea of living for the moment and enjoying mm-hmm. where you are versus versus always thinking the next thing will get me there. Or if I just do this, or if I just do that, or if we just get to retirement, screw that. Yeah. We want to create a life that we love in this moment and really live yeah. that dream now. Yeah. Now that said, you know, I'm, I'm a huge endurance athlete, so it's not an instant gratification mechanism in any way. Yeah. Operation live the dream is talking about honoring where you are, but mm-hmm. creating that dream of where you want to go. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he told me a story about, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey wrote mm-hmm. himself a million dollar check when he started. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting. And he said, one day I'm going to cash this for myself. It might've been $10 million, Mm -hmm. whatever. It was a big ass number. And he kept looking at that check and he got to cash that check one day. And so Nate and I created a saying that he would say to me every night when we lived in our two bedroom, 750 square foot apartment in San Francisco that we shared (laughs) as a married (laughs) couple about what we we were going to be. We were going to be be financially well beyond our wildest dreams. We were going to work from anywhere, right? We Mm -hmm. were going to accomplish so much. And we would say that every night. And recently, we've been saying it in bed, I realized, holy shit, I think we got there. Like, yes, I think we're going to need to dream bigger because we got (laughs) the house that we wanted. We have these incredible jobs we want. We are working. We've been working in Mexico recently. Like, I think we need to shift our dreams and level up because we're able to achieve them. And it, it Mm -hmm. takes work and it takes honoring that. So Operation Live the Dream is kind of the, the anchor that I'm able to create in my mind, like almost like a visual storyboard that I think operation, it helps me focus my energy and my intentions on what we want. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for the life that we're living and, and the life that we're continuing to manifest for ourselves.
0: Yeah. What I love about Operation Live the Dream too is, and this is a lot of what we do in the Rockstar program, is visualizing. Really having a clear visual around who you want to be, what you want for your life, and really visualizing and living from that place like it's already there. Mm -hmm. And I love what you just said too, MC, that so many of us want to like you know, when, when we have the house, when we can work in Mexico, then we're going to feel calm, confident, clear, all the things. And what you said is what we worked on is like, you got to feel that way. Now, don't be thinking some fantasy in the future is going to help you feel that way, like feel that way every day now and practice that feeling and I love this idea of what we do in the Rockstar program. program, just like, how do you want to feel today? Like for me, I just always want to feel calm and confident or curious and just tell your brain that that's how you feel and then feel it in your body. And so I love this idea of like, feelings are accessible to you right now. Nothing outside of you has to change at all. You don't have to, you know, have a million dollars in the bank to feel calm and confident and clear and all the things.
1: No, not at all. And I want to share something that you and I talked about and I worked on with a colleague and it was amazing. And it's around that curiosity mm. and around that feeling. So at some point you had shared with me as I get the Sunday scaries or feel like I need to work on the weekends or you know, maybe work longer during the weekdays, but we'll focus on the weekends. You, know, you had asked me to just be curious, experiment by myself. experiment with myself. If I don't do the work on Sunday, what happens Monday? What happens Tuesday? Does my world fall apart or somehow do I still get that work done in the week? And I took that playful, like, let's just make it, let's just make it a game brain. I hear Mm -hmm. you, but I'm still going to lay here on this couch and relax because my brain needs this downtime. And I did it. And it worked. I proved to myself, nothing fell apart. (laughs) So I had a colleague who I was seeing on that path to burnout. You know, he was working all the crazy hours and he's like, I just got to get these things done. I just got to get these things done." I was like, actually, I don't think you do. I'm 95% sure if you gave yourself the whole weekend and just tried it out, how would you feel? And he reported back, I checked in with him on Monday. I was like, did you work? He's like, no. I was like, well, how do you feel? And he's like, awesome so far. I was like, okay, I'll check in with you on Friday. Checked in with him end of week. Still good. He got all of his stuff done and he had gotten himself into a better place because he put on his oxygen mask first and chilled out on the weekend.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. You're now coaching your colleagues. It's amazing. Sarah Moody, you're all over. (laughs) It's happening. Sarah Moody coaching. It's everywhere. It's like glitter. It's just landing everywhere. exactly work-life balance us high achievers are just so like we just think we got to go 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 and slay it 24 7 365 and we don't Mm -mm. we don't and I love that you're teaching that to your colleagues that you know the work that we do together like just loving your life and loving your work and having having balance and play and fun is just so accessible to all of us once we Get onto our brain and all of its useful thinking.
1: Mm -hmm. Get on the couch with some
0: popcorn. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Do a thought download and look at those thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anything that surprised you the most about working with me?
1: How quickly this shift happened? I think
0: Mm.
1: originally, you know, I was like 90 days. That's crazy. I'm I'm a broken lady. This is a lot of work. Mm. And I love me a good habit and rich, well, really more ritual. And so I built in some of the, the thought downloads into my morning ritual. Then, as things got hairy, you know, I would build it into end of day wrap up. So I found a way to, to do the work and it started paying off uh-huh. dividends quickly. But I think what I most recognize is that it's a practice and one yeah. that i need to keep up whether things are going well yeah right cuz that's when you when it always drops off you're like oh i got this things are great i can stop and then all of a sudden you look back and you realize you're like on the floor crying again so i think it's it needs to just become a part of my practice and a part of yeah. the ritual of self care yeah and ritual of being a professional that has high standards for herself and that others have of her I have to do this work in order to to keep, keep, keep on the level.
0: Yeah, exactly. We are never not going to have a human brain ever. There's no brain lobotomy. That's Mm going to get rid of the primitive puppy brain and like take it all out. And he's always going to be looking for the danger, the shit show, the reasons why you screwed up when you, you know, had to let that human go all the things. So yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like you go to the gym and you're super fit or you, or you walk the dog, right? I know you walk the dog every morning. And so mm-hmm. just, just, just Good. like everything else that you have in your life, you brush your teeth every day. Just do a little thought work every day. And I like
1: what you told me too. Like if I was feeling like I didn't have time to sit and do the, the writing, fold it into the dog walking. So in my mind, yeah. you know, I was like, Nate, I'm gonna walk the dog solo. That way I could have yeah. time to reflect and, and do some thought work as I was walking. Yeah, um, you know, that that was really great too to figure out just how do you fold it into your
0: life. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't like our brains like, oh my God, where am I gonna find all the time to do this? Exactly. You don't have to find all the time to do it. Just build it like I love to brush my teeth and sometimes load the dishwasher. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, why not? Build, build the habits into what you're already doing. Exactly. Um, who would you recommend me to? Better question, who would
1: you <laughs> not get of the recommendation? Oh, you're so sweet. Um, you know, I, I really think that if anyone here is listening to this and this is resonating with you, make the investment in yourself. Mm. If you're listening to this and you're even, even thinking, that's not me. And noticing you're so working too many hours, or you're starting to give up the things you want in your life. Like nobody wants me to not work out in the morning. I'll be a crazy person, and the world would be a worse place. So, if you're starting to see that you're giving up some of those things that are germane to you,
0: call Sarah. Like
1: you need oh. you need to take care of yourself.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We have one. Thank you so much for those beautiful words, MC. We have one incredible life to live and all of us can like love our lives and have operation live the dream and have work-life balance and look at you you love your career you know and it's yeah yeah and you love your partner and you love your life like all of us can have that like I didn't believe we could all have that before I started these using these tools and it's true we can As long as we learn how to just train this incredible three-pound brain of ours to come up with thoughts that serve us. Exactly. Yeah. So 90 days, busted through burnout, built an amazing life. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's been such an honor to have you on the podcast, MC. Thank you so much for inspiring me rolling up your, because literally you inspire me every time I get on the phone with you or got on zoom with you. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, you just, you showed up and did the work. You're like, listen, I'm a high achiever. I'm just going to dive into your playbook and your course and let's, let's go. So, um, you showed up for yourself, you did this work and it's so incredible to see these, these results that you achieved in your life by Deciding to invest in yourself. So, I love you. I miss. I've. I miss seeing you. She. She's. By the way, y'all. She's. She's a graduate. So she's off doing her thing. Using all the tools. She's an alum. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It was such an honor and huge virtual hug. Huge virtual hug. And uh, have a beautiful rest of your day.
1: You too. Miss you, Sarah.
0: I miss you too, honey. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.